What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the fourth episode of the No Bullshit Health and Fitness Podcast with Coach Lacey. Um, today, I'm really excited about the topic that we're going to talk about. Uh, you know, I, I originally thought starting this podcast, it would be hard to come up with ideas, but really, it's been harder to figure out what I'm going to talk about on each episode. And so, Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions lately and I have gotten these questions a lot throughout my time as a health and fitness coach and prior to me even starting training, you know, three, four years ago, prior to that, I got this question a lot, which is morely a common, I should say, which is people not really understanding, you know, they're like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to eat. And I ultimately, over my experience in working with hundreds, if not thousands of women at this point is that this be, this really comes from a lack of understanding and education around how our body works. And I think that, you know, with all of the things that we have put out there where, you know, things are just given to you, you're just given certain meal plans or calories, um, there's no education process and it leaves people up in the air after they've either lost weight or gone through chronic dieting or yo-yo dieting and things like that. So I think that our topic today, which is metabolism and its moving parts, is really going to help. We're going to talk about total daily energy expenditure, how your body utilizes calories, um, and I think that's going to draw a lot of clarification around why everybody is so confused because of their lack of understanding about you know, what their body needs caloric wise, um, and how your body actually burns calories, um, on a day-to-day basis. And so that is where metabolism comes in. I often find that a lot of people view metabolism as one thing. Um, And in kind of like a more scientific way, uh, metabolism is the process in which your body expends energy and burns calories. Uh, More simply stated, it's basically the way that your body converts food and energy or food and drink into energy for use. Um, And there's a lot of moving parts to that. So that's basically what metabolism is if we're talking about like the definition of metabolism. But metabolism is also compromised, made up of, I should say, rather a a bunch of moving parts. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And really, there's four parts in general, but in total, we're going to start with what we call TDEE. This is called total daily energy expenditure. And what this is, is the amount of calories your body burns in a day using all factors. So we're going to talk about four factors today. And this is basically what your metabolism is made up of. And when we're talking about this, we're talking about your BMR, your NEAT, um, your TEF, and your EAT. And we are going to, I know that that all of those things sound super confusing, but I promise to all of you, I will break it down in a way that is very simple. Um, And so basically, these are the four moving parts that make up your total daily energy expenditure, aka the way that your metabolism expends energy and burns calories. Um, So let's jump right in because I think that people are going to be really shocked to understand how this works. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is your BMR. So let's say that's the first moving factor of this total daily energy expenditure, aka the amount of calories in total your body is burning a day. BMR is where I think so many people they they miss you know they'll they'll see a certain caloric intake or they're given a certain caloric intake and they're like oh my gosh 
how, how am I supposed to eat 18, 1800 calories in a day? I don't even burn 1800 calories in a day. You know, my watch is saying I burnt 300, 400 calories during my workout. You know, I moved around during the day and it's saying I burned 700 calories. And that's because our body is burning calories in ways that we don't even know about. And this is what BMR is. You also can hear this, that, that people say there's some differences, but let's not overcomplicate it. BMR or RMR, BMR is basal metabolic rate, RMR is resting metabolic rate. Basically, what this is, is like your body, what your body burns just to survive. And what I mean by that is your body goes through a lot of different things. Your body needs calories to survive just to lay there and do absolutely nothing. And so when I say this, what I mean by this is for your organs to function, um, for your heart to pump, which is an organ, your digestion, your brain function, your hormones, your cell function. If you're a woman, you have a reproductive system that runs. There's a lot of things that are happening inside of our body internally that on a daily basis that we don't think of and believe it or not those functions require energy aka calories aka food and out of the hundred percent of your total daily energy expenditure this specific factor your bmr your rmr makes up 70 percent of your daily burn so what this means is basically laying in bed and doing nothing all day long 70% of your daily burn comes from that part. That's what your body would need in calories per day to just survive. Um, And I think that this is so crucial. And kind of before we move on, and I'm going to side note this because I don't really want to move on without it. I want to give an example of this. Um, For instance, I'll just use myself for an example because I want to educate around why for most people, there's always an exception to the rule, 1,200 calories is... Are you going to see weight loss with 1200 calories? Most likely, but there's an unsafe way of kind of losing weight for some people. So unless you're like five foot two and you weigh a buck 10, your diet calories could potentially be 1200, right? Because you are a small individual. The larger you become, the more your body needs for basic functioning. So your BMR, um, and so let's use me for example. I am 5'4", I'm 31 years old, I have moderate activity level, I carry quite a bit of lean mass. Um, and my BMR calculation, right, we have to always remember that calculations are just that, calculations, is 1,428 calories a day. I carry a lot of lean mass, meaning I burn more calories at rest because I have a lot of muscle mass. That's what we want. Um, And so I, using common sense and kind of looking at that, there are ones that you can use to factor in. If you like go to the doctor, they'll factor in your muscle mass and all that stuff. But this is just like a simple one that you could pull off the internet or do yourself. So I add a little bit to that. So let's say for instance, I need 1500 calories a day to um, just for my BMR, meaning to lay in bed and function optimally internally, hormonally, for my digestion, for my heart to pump, for my brain to function, for my cell function, and all of that, I need about 1,400 to 1,500 calories a day. So if I went on a 1,200 calorie diet, I'm going, and and I were to stay there for a really long time. So I'm going to say when I was competing, there was times I was under that number for extreme measures for a short duration of time. It was not a long-term thing. Um, And this is the problem that we see as I see so many women 
who do not fall under that, you know, exception to the rule where they're really tiny, you know, five foot two, 115 pounds and do diet down at 1200 calories. What I see is women that are my size or larger who are coming to me eating 1200 calories. And I think that an important side note here is the bigger you are, the more calories you need for this basal metabolic rate. So as you are taller or um, heavier than me, that number begins to increase because the larger you are, the more your body needs to control its basic functioning. And so what happens is we get women who are eating these significantly low calories for a long duration of time. And not only are they experiencing a down regulation in metabolism, um, but they're starting to experience issues with lacking their period. They start missing their period. Their hair starts falling out. Um, They're tired. They have mood swings. They feel foggy through the day. And the reason why they're experiencing that is because they are legitimately not even feeding their body the amount of fuel it needs in a day to just lay down and do nothing. And then on top of that, they're out there burning more calories with the other three factors that make up this total daily energy expenditure. So their body is literally just not being fed enough food. And I think that that's really in the importance that I wanted to note here before moving on is this is why that 1200 calories is, is typically for a long duration of time, not safe for a lot of the women. Um, again, always an exception to that rule. So I wanted to note that um, your BMR within the four factors that make up your total daily energy expenditure. Again, it's about 70%. It is probably the one where you can, you can't influence it very much. So your BMR is made up of factors as far as your age, your gender, your genetics, your overall health, but also your body composition. So what that means is it's not really the factors that are included. You can't really manipulate other than the body composition. So let me say, for instance, I might be 150 pounds. I carry a lot of lean mass. My body fat percentage is healthy but low. If another female that was also 5'4", 31 years old, was 150 pounds but had significantly less mass and weighed more than me and had a higher body fat percentage, their BMR would be different than mine because I'm going to be burning more calories at rest than they would, if that makes sense. So that's why um, these factors can change per person. But as far as BMR in general, we, we don't have a lot of influence of changing it outside of body composition because of the factors that are there. You can't change your age. You can't change your gender. You can't change your genetics. Um, and your overall health, I think, could be one that you can change. You know, any anything can kind of come into some of these. But overall, out of all four of the ones that we're going to talk about, BMR is the one that is that you can impact the least, basically, to change that up or down. Um, so kind of moving forward from that. So we have the BMR, that's 70% of our daily burn. And you guys, these percentages can vary, um, depending upon person, but their averages, their general, their general ideas for most people. Uh, the next one is your NEAT. This is your non-energy, your non-energy activity. So your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, my bad. So basically this sounds like a big complicated word, but it's basically your NEAT is what people call it. And it's the energy that you are burning outside of exercise. So um, this is extremely important and and typically very underutilized in burning calories. Your, your NEAT is about 15% of your total daily energy expenditure. 
Um, and once we get to your eat, which is your exercise activity thermogenesis, um, is you're going to notice that your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, is significantly higher to your daily clerk burn than your short 30 to hour workout, right? And so what does this include? I think is what most of us are going to be like, whoa, okay, Lacey, what is non-exercise activity thermogenesis? Well, basically what this is, is anything outside of exercise. Walks. Um, can walks be exercise? Sure. If you're, if you're hitting a certain, you know, I guess heart rate or you're out of breath or you're doing some kind of fast walking. Sure. But daily walking through your job, you're taking the stairs, you know, you're walking into the grocery store, you go on like a light walk outside, in my opinion, is a non-exercise activity. Um, daily movement. I'm just sitting here as I'm talking to you guys, my hands are moving, my feet is moving, my feet are moving, my eyes are blinking. You know, I've done chores around the house today. Those types of things, dancing, as long as it's not actually turned into an exercise can be considered non-exercise activities. So really anything outside of what you would consider a legitimate, consistent exercise routine would be non-exercise activity. And it takes up 10 to 15%, 15% in general. But for some people, this is lower. This is where you can 110% give that metabolism, give that daily burn, burn more calories, you can boost it. So if you're sitting a lot, you work a desk job, you are paying no attention to your movement outside of exercise, you can give yourself a little bit of boost in burning calories, a little bit of boost in metabolism by getting up and making an effort to move more. Not to mention... In general, movement is already really, really important just to your body. They actually say that people that sit a lot, like it takes years off of your life. So if that means you're making it a priority to get up and, you know, walk on your break or walk on your lunch or stand at your desk and move your feet, um, it's really important. This is oftentimes why I give my clients step goals. And it's not necessarily about the steps in general. It's about the fact that if the steps are there, typically they were moving um, a sufficient amount through the day or through the week. So if you have been underutilizing this tool and not understanding that this is part of your daily burn of calories, move, move, move. In some cases, even movement can be utilized more than increasing exercise and burning more calories or, you know, in a caloric deficit phase. And so if you're not moving, get up and move, make that a priority, um, whatever that might look like for you. The third thing that we're going to talk about, and I think that a lot of people, I think some people have heard of this before, but I don't think that they're just understanding that metabolism is really made up of all of these four things together, is your TEF, which is your thermic effect of food. And this takes up, again, 10%. You know, again, your NEAT could be 10 to 15% per person. Your TEF could be, you know, 10 to 15% or 5 to 10%, depending on person, but 10% on average. And... It's the energy you burn to digest food. Yes, we 110% as our digestive system is running, we are burning calories to do so. It takes energy to run that digestive system. And I'm sure a lot of people heard, you know, protein, protein, protein. And one of the reasons behind that is because protein um, has the highest thermic effect. And so that means that when we eat protein, um, we burn more calories to digest it than we do carbs or fat, if that makes sense. So this is really, um, you know, one thing to note here too, is this percentage can move up and down. And this is where we can see some deregulation down, sorry, down regulation in metabolism 
is in this section is when we go into a caloric deficit, right? So a diet phase. So say you're eating maintenance calories, which would be your total daily energy expenditure. You could eat the amount of calories that your body burns in a day and you will not lose weight and you will not gain weight. You can maintain your weight at those calories because you're consuming that amount and you're expending that amount. When we go into a deficit, so say your your total daily energy expenditure is 2,000 calories and you've been eating 2,000 calories and you decide, okay, I'm going to go into a diet phase. I'm going to eat at 1500 calories at this point you are going to downregulate that metabolism a bit because your tef your thermic defect of food is going to decrease because you're eating less food and so we always have to understand when we make changes to our diet when we make changes to our lifestyle these things are directly affected if that makes sense and so um, protein is huge. If you guys haven't seen over on my Instagram, I made, I gave nine reasons why protein is super important to your body. Go check that out. But this is the third one taking up about 10% of your daily caloric burn is the, is you basically digesting your food or your TEF. And so the last one that we are going to talk about is your eat, <laughs> your exercise activity thermogenesis. And basically this is what you burn in exercise. And you guys, this only takes up about 5% of your total daily burn. And I think that this is just kind of like the punching point of why it's so often said that you can't out-train a bad diet because exercise is a very small portion of your total daily burn. Now, I don't want to disregard it in the fact of it, you, it needs to be there, right? Your diet paired with an optimal training program to build lean muscle is absolutely and 110% necessary. So I'm not saying, oh, just screw your exercise. Exercise is great for cardiovascular health. It's great for overall health. But I'm saying, I see so many people say, well, I'm, I'm working out six days a week, seven days a week. And I'm, you know, I'm doing this in the gym and I'm doing this in the gym. I'm doing hundred crunches and I can't see my abs. And it's because at the end of the day, there's so many other factors that are coming into play with that total burn and nutrition that yes, should exercise be utilized not only to help with that caloric burn, but also for overall health. Sure. But it's not the the be all. And it's really a minute factor at about five to 10%. Now, of course, if you're like an elite athlete, this could be higher, but in general, um, you know, it's, it doesn't take up as much. You're, you're exercising for a very short duration of the day. Um, of course, of course, with weightlifting, you're getting that burn a little bit after the workout as well. And so kind of to reflect back on everything in one, you know, metabolism is the process in which your body expends energy and burns calories, which is basically made up of that total daily energy expenditure. These are the four moving parts, your basal metabolic rate, your uh, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, your thermic defect of food, and your exercise activity are these four moving parts. And so I think once we have an understanding around this, people can say, oh my goodness, I now understand why I could eat 2,000, 2,100, 2,200 calories in a day because here's my height, weight, and age. You know, this is my activity level and I have this BMR and that BMR is what so many people don't know about. They're like, oh, I'm burning calories for my exercise. I Even some people know that they're burning calories eating food and they burn calories, you know, walking around. A lot of people know that they burn calories having sex or whatever that is. And they're like, okay, cool. So that's like a thousand calories a day. So Lacey, how do I eat 1500 calories and lose weight? And then they start to realize, oh, I'm burning calories 
in this this resting state. And that's so important, not only for the understanding of your body, but also the understanding around not to really be eating under that BMR because that's how your body functions optimally. That's how you show up um, you know, hormonally and with your brain function and you don't have mood swings and you have a cycle that's running normally and all of those things. Um, and so this is a topic that I just really wanted to talk about today because once we understand that and we start to say, okay, you know, I, it, you know, my total daily energy expenditure is 2,100 calories, um, you know, and then you do a data collection process. I'm huge on data collection. I think that the reason, and I kind of want to answer that first note that I made it coming in of people not understanding is they can even get understanding of this concept, realize that, oh, my body does need, you know, quite a few calories is they, they still don't understand where they are. Um, so your maintenance calories, as most people will call them are, you know, they'll go and calculate them, but your maintenance calories can, can vary up and down really depending upon a lot of factors. Your maintenance calories might not be what your calculated maintenance are. Um, and so that's all important to know, but in a general aspect, your total daily energy expenditure is made up of these four factors. If you are curious about this, um, they do have like, I think they have like BMR calculators online or total daily energy expenditure calculators online, um, which are good too. My ebook also contains a very structured calculation in there to find not only your BMR, your maintenance. Uh, it also gives case studies on, um, you know, depending on your data collection, if you're ready to go into a cork deficit um, and all of that good stuff, it tells you it's like 60 pages of great information. And so you can also determine those in there. You can determine your deficit calories, your macro breakdown if that's something that you're looking into doing uh you can find that linked in my instagram if not and you enjoyed this podcast you feel like you've learned something um you feel like you've learned something that somebody else needs to know i would absolutely appreciate the support and subscribing downloading sharing this to your story or with a family or friend or a coworker that you feel might benefit um, this was a good one. I feel like the time went by so fast. Uh, this education portion <laughs> is legitimately one of my favorites. And so I hope everybody has an absolutely amazing Friday and kick-ass weekend. And I will chat with y'all next time.